All right, Bishoy, welcome to our Humans of YIC podcast, the Masterpiece Edition. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, so, what are some of the findings? Oh, firstly, actually, I should ask, what is your interpretation of the Masterpiece? For me, we are all made in God's image. We're all here to try and be as Christ-like as possible, be as Christian and do what we can to help others and lead a Christ-like life. So Masterpiece for me is we are like we're all kind of part of God's puzzle. We're all you know being put in place. There's plans for all of us and we're here to see how we mould to continue to be in God's image like that. Lovely. Thank you. And what are some of the key findings that you've um, observed or that you've really reflected on or something that's really hit home for you over the course of the weekend? I mean, the first thing that stood out for me was obviously the fellowship between our Sydney Diocese and our Melbourne Diocese, which we haven't had or yeah. done in a long time. And it's great to see so many really you know, new faces from, yeah. you know, from further down south and mm. all around, even from New Zealand as well. So yeah. that fellowship was what struck me first and foremost. Mm. Um, the rest of it, it was hearing about other people's experiences and being able to learn off of you know, anecdotes from even some of the more senior priests, mm. um, particularly in my workshop. We yeah. had Abuna Samuel who spoke about how you know, it's God's will or it's a sign, you know, paying attention to those kinds of things or trusting in God that you have a path, mm. there is a plan for you. You abide by what you can and provided that you follow as much as you can in that kind of direction or mm. never lose faith. Mm. Um, that for me stood out and seeing that everyone else contribute and help each other out and even during Khedma Wars, you know, there's, there's so much of that going around even just outside our community um, mm. and within our churches you, you see on the street every day so everybody is here for a reason they've all got their part to play and it's you know, it's great to see mm. and just to clarify for those of you who don't know what Geno Wars is um, it's just a game but the the crux of the game or what underpins it is the idea of service throughout the church and those little things that you know the tons and uncles do that um, we don't really recognize as service or as khedma um, but we still appreciate a need for the church to continue running. You have some good um, sandwich making skills with <laughs> a lot of uh, symbolism in there as well for memory. Yeah, yeah great let's let's not uh, delve into that one too deeply but thank you. Um, what do you think are some maybe practical uh, ways that you can apply, um, you know, your learnings um, into your own life, you know, moving forward and in creating your own sort of masterpiece? Um, for me, so not not going to be too personal, I suppose, but be, please be as personal yeah? as you okay. possibly can. So I always, me being a journalist, so I'm usually asking the questions. That's kind of different for yeah. me. Uh, I didn't start out as a journal, right? I did a Bachelor of Marketing okay. um, at a college um, that I hadn't initially registered for, uh -huh. but I had seen it advertised and I eventually got to that, but that's because I had initially seen the journalism course there. I took my time, did the first half of the degree, which was a diploma, progressed to doing the Bachelor of that. Eventually, a couple of years later on, I did full circle and got into journalism after having found a job in the industry. 
So for me, I've always wanted to do that. And <laughs> so that was your pa- was that always that your passion? That was always my passion, and you know I get to live that now. But initially, whether it was me not seeing the right signs or not kind of following where I kind of really felt I should have gone, I found my way back to it. Mm. So it's I'm not saying it's only through prayer or you know attending liturgy that kind of thing. It, obviously, it helps your spiritual life. Obviously, is the most important thing. Mm. Knowing that, like, you just have to be, be aware. Like, something so cliche or so tiny could mean you know significant. It could be so significant to somebody else. You know, mm. um, Can you be more specific? So, using Abuna Samuel's example from our workshop, yeah. he said he wanted to do engineering. He didn't know whether he wanted to do civil or mechanical mm. or electrical. Okay. Um, the civil only just popped into his head after he was writing them down to put on the altar. Mm. And um, when the time came to take them back off the altar, civil was the one that was there. It had just popped into his head all right. of a sudden. Okay. And when he was working as a civil engineer, he was working, as doing all the bitumen on the road. Mm. And he just had a moment where um, he was thinking to himself, why am I here? What am I doing? You know, and there was a scenario in a sermon that um, Pope Shunur was giving. And one of the guys said, if Sayedna says my name in his sermon, just off the cuff, mm. it means I'm going to be a priest. Or it means it's my duty to become a priest. Yeah. So the guy's name was said just out of the blue. Wow. And then Abuna was like, so this was before he was a priest. He yeah. was standing on the road doing something. And then his boss like, what are you doing? And then Abuna said, you know, I'm just having a moment thinking about that. And he's like, if you're not doing any work, you should go become a priest. Wow. And then it was like, it, it was meant to be kind of thing. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing the story, but like these little things in life, y- you don't know until, like, and it's not only if you're like really spiritual, mm. you see them as they go, you know? Yeah. And it, it just gives you a sense of, piece that mm. you know somebody is looking out for you somewhere yeah it's like yeah. god's planting bits and pieces of the yes. puzzle of the, the masterpiece the, the puzzle or like the bread comes along and if you yeah. follow or if you continue on that path you'll be molded into you know what it's hoped that you you do become mm. yeah wow that's really nice um so in relation to your journey um why why did you get into marketing first if it, journalism was what you felt was your calling the original course that I began studying was a communications in general okay. and I had been wrongly advised that journalism was going to be the majority part of it which it wasn't okay. um, so I went with the marketing I was good at it I enjoyed doing it and then I just followed through with that at the course at the college that I ended up doing it at and me um, working so I worked at Fox Sports for a period of time Okay. and I did that off the back of an internship or I was looking for an internship, but I ended up being an editorial assistant instead, even oh. though I had no journalism standing at the time. Okay. And then with that, with contacts and networking, because that's how the industry kind of works, yeah. I um, got into there and then found my way back into college and uh, finished my journalism degree a couple of years ago. So I've got a couple of degrees and I've been around a while. Thank yeah. you. Um, and yeah, like it was, it was a tough time, but going in as a mature age student, I felt... I've lived a life to mm. a point, so I'm coming in aware. I know the industry, yeah. and having that period of time there where you know just you're settled in your mind, you mm. kind of know that you know God is looking out for you, mm. and you're doing all the usual things to make yeah. sure that it kind of goes mm. smoothly, for want of a better word. Yeah. 
um, yeah, it was a successful. It was a successful degree. I'm still freelancing, as I said before, but mm. God willing, there will be something mm. coming up soon. And I think it's interesting that point of being a mature age student, and it's scary. You know, you, you you're so used to working and being in the workforce, and then yeah. you're, you're having to sort of what feels like go backwards. Yeah. But really, I think um, that's probably the best point in your life yeah. to be studying because you've had so much exposure yeah. and it's not just straight out of um, school, straight into a course, you know, with no life exposure, no life experience. You, God enabled you to have those experiences exactly. and, you know, now you don't have that what if I didn't, you know, what if I pursued marketing or whatever, you know, yeah. what if I, you don't have and that what, lingering. what if I didn't end up doing this journalism degree? It would always be in the back of my mind. Exactly. What if, you know? So going into it as a maturation, I felt like I had to prove something to myself mm. that I could actually cut it. Yeah. And I finished as ducks of the college. Beautiful. So wow. Congratulations. Was, yeah. Thank you. It was a it was, huge achievement. I was proud that I, like it happened, but yeah. you know you don't go in there looking for it. You just go in there trying to be as best as you can yeah. and uh, what you do. And having mm. that life experience as a maturation student is what helped me a hundred percent. So it, it's that's. And down to God, just make, helping me out and keeping me level-headed and just focused on mm. what I needed to do. What was the hardest thing about it? The course? Yeah, throughout your journey. Uh, it's not easy being an ethnic person in the media industry. Oh. And I noticed that now because I'm still kind of looking for a job. But at college... They're willing to listen. They're willing to learn about your culture. They're willing to let you work on different projects about, you know, because I, I did a couple of projects about the Coptic Church as well. Okay, like them, nice. the bombings and stuff, yeah. um, which they were really hard to write and put mm. together because you hear the personal stories of some of the relatives and things. Wow. And I did a piece on the Coptic Nobel Peace Prize nomination as well. Wow. Which okay. um, they were all really happy with at college as well. Mm. So, but for me, and now I love doing it, mm. but I don't like being on camera. Like okay. I, I still don't like being on camera, but yeah. I, I can do it. You yeah, know? yeah, it, it, yeah. It's it's having your face out there. It's not easy, and mm. I I hate the sound of my voice. Like no one is always used to their voice. Yeah, and everything exactly. Else, and you still got to sit there and clip up the video or the audio. Yeah. And I do podcasts it's like as never well. Never ending. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's like you cringe every yeah. time, and I still do it. Yeah. But you, know, you you get to enjoy it if it's something that you love doing and if it's mm. a topic you're you're comfortable and passionate about it will go very easy and mm. doing vox pops like random interviews with yeah. just strangers yeah. or you know people you pick out from a crowd yeah yeah that to me and to a lot of journos is very daunting but mm. once like if you're comfortable with talking to people you don't know like yeah. i can talk to a stranger on the train yeah just bring up a conversation if you find something that mm. common yeah and, and sometimes that also helps you know that's all somebody wants to hear kind of mm. thing if they're having a tough day not that I you know always look out for somebody no, who's but kind it's of, an outlet yeah, for them it's an yeah. outlet for them yeah they, they appreciate you know even the tiniest gestures on the street helping an old lady cross the road kind mm. of scenario they're yeah. just looking out for people around you mm. yeah. I think what I really like about this is that you have managed to find a service within your occupation and I think yes. that's one of the hardest things that you know anyone can do yeah. Um, it's there, it's in every single occupation, but we really need to sort of look out for that and think, well, how can I incorporate service or my religion and my beliefs and understandings about things 
into you know my occupation and for, for you you're able to do something like uh, interview or listen to interviews and interview people who exactly have right. you know been through but you know obviously it's dependent on everybody's workplace but yeah. although yours is really explicit and can be um, you've also given um, an example of how you can just have a conversation with someone yeah. and that in itself is an act of service because you're actively listening to what it is that they're talking about and what you're doing here as well that kind of service as well because you just you take people that you don't necessarily know and you want to hear their stories you want to get them to open up so that people can you know, hear their experience and see if you know mm. they can resonate with that as well and we've got like the media committee that we have here I've been lucky enough to, through my journalism experience to be able to interview the Prime Minister oh, to wow. interview um, the New South Wales Premier mm. so you can get the message out there. And the questions mm. you ask them are questions about what they think of our Coptic Church, you mm. know, what their relationship with yeah. our Coptic Church is. Yeah. And they're very knowledgeable about it and they get along with us really well, mm. you know, particularly with their Christian background. Like um, Gladys Berejiklian in the New South Wales Premier is, she's Armenian Orthodox. Yeah, wow. So she'd come, she'd have Holy Communion if she's mm. visiting one of our churches. And Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister as well, he yeah. doesn't have communion with us, but he's very attuned to yeah. um, our, our traditions and our, you know, everything happening back home in Egypt. So mm. it's, yeah, it's a great outlet. Wow. That's, that's really, really incredible work. And thank you for, you know, sharing your, your story with us. And I really hope that we can all um, understand and I guess figure out, pinpoint how it is that we can serve within yeah. our occupations and our daily lives so that yeah. we are, you know, the best masterpiece that we can be. Thank you for having me. Thank you.